Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 39. This is like a part two of the spooky story contest winners that um, we ran all month last month. And this this episode, we have Meg, and she tells an amazing and spooky-ass story about an experience she had in her home. And honestly, like, it was super spooky at first and then it like kind of warmed my heart a little bit and this is why I wanted you guys to hear it is because I don't know I it just it's one of those stories that was intriguing and scary and had that glimmer of hope for people that doubt that there is life after death also I wanted to remind you guys the first in a two-part series about my home and why we left and the absolute terror that we all went through. It comes out next uh, Tuesday, so listen to that one. It will blow your freaking mind. I've got Rena Dwelly on it, and we have a conversation about what happened, why my family we, why we left, one of the reasons why we left, all the things that have happened. She's going to tell you how she cleared the property. She cleared almost 8,000 acres with her unique technique. And the things that she found, she takes very detailed notes. And then I took notes as far as when we left and the first episode I had with her about diamond dousing and and uh, the things I wanted to address. So I wrote down all these things that have been happening to me and I didn't really tell her much. All I said is that I think there's some shitty stuff there and I need help. So both of us had a pretty clear slate as far as expectations. She told me what she found and then I corroborated my experiences with her and Then I did some historical fact-finding based on what she found, and I'm going to tell you right now, when I found out some of the things about our property and my family, I was absolutely in awe. I was shocked that it all fit together like pieces of a puzzle. It could not have fit together so seamlessly. I still, when I think about what happened and all the things, I I sometimes look at it in disbelief because how in the hell is that shit, how could that be true? But it, it, it was, it is. Um, she has, Rena has some amazing insights to share with you and it is kind of a long interview so it is broken up into two episodes. So if you would like to, to hear that, please tune in on Tuesday. I'm going to try to have that episode out fairly early for you guys um, so you can um, spend some time digesting what we tell you. So anyway, without further ado, let's get on to Meg's story, okay? So tell me, first of all, both entries like that I chose, you guys are amazing writers. Like that's one of the reasons I really connected with you guys' stories because the writing was so good. I was sitting here and I made sure because I'm like, I love reading scary things. So I made sure it was like dark at night and I was reading it. So (laughs) I had like the full spooky effect and I really, really enjoyed your story, first of all. So can you just start at the beginning and kind of tell everybody how, how this, how this story goes? Sure. Um, I live in Oklahoma and there had been like a lot of storms this last summer. 
and we were having a pretty bad storm. And so we had also um, rented um, the movie Us, like the scary movie, and me and my husband were staying up late after the kids went to sleep and we were watching the movie. And the storm was, like, getting louder, and I was like, oh, the lights are going to go off. I just, like, felt it. (laughs) And um, the movie ended, and I went to the restroom, and the lights were flickering while I was in the restroom, and I was, like, cussing at him and stuff. I was like, you guys don't go out until I'm out of here, (laughs) because I'm already freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) And so as soon as I walked out of the restroom and into my bedroom, they went off. Oh, my God. (sighs) Yeah, and so I was like, oh, great, I'm going to be up all night long. And my husband was like, well, I have to get up at 4 o'clock, so whatever. And he went to bed, and so I was, like, sitting there, like, get tired, get tired, and I was playing on my phone. And finally, the phone died, and so I was sitting there with nothing to do. It was, like, 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. And so I go to close my eyes, and my lamp on the other side of my room, like, lit up. Jesus. And I, like, opened my eyes really big and, like, got up out of bed. And I was, like, freaking out. And I ran outside <laughs> <laughs> to see if anybody else's lights were on. And I noticed while I was standing in my yard that there were no lights on light this entire side of town because it's black. Oh, my and God. And I'm next to an airport. And it was just black. Oh, my God. That and was... I went inside and... I'm sorry, go ahead. I would say, that would scare the crap out of me. I don't know if I could go back inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have, like, a house full of people, so I felt okay. I guess going back right. inside, but I went in the kitchen, I looked at the stove and the microwave, and, like, nothing was, like, had beeped or, like, reset. Nothing was on. And I walked back into my bedroom, like, just so freaking out. And I sat down on my bed, and, like, immediately I start to, to think of this um, reading that I had had, like, two or three weeks before that. And it was supposed to just be like a sort of um, a message from the angels type reading. Right. But my mother who had passed away came through and one of the things that stuck with me is that she said she was trying to contact me and that she was going to make things glow. Yikes. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way. And so I sat there for a few minutes and I like kind of like had to like, talk to myself and hype myself up and I was like mom if that's you do it again and like within like four or five seconds it lit up again oh my god oh my god yeah and it was real dim and then it got brighter and brighter and brighter and then it went out oh my gosh that is so cool that'd probably make me cry like if it was (laughs) did it make you like emotional it did make me emotional because it was surreal I guess People right. talk about having those types of experiences, but I had never had one before like that. <laughs> and so I was sitting there like, oh my goodness, what? <laughs> wow. Like, that's pretty freaking cool. One that, like, you're, the, the, whoever you went to, the psychic um, medium that you went to could pick up on that enough to, like, really get a clear message. I mean, when you put it all together, it was super clear, like, she was going to make things glow. So, I just find that so fascinating that it was, that specific mm-hmm. detail came through. That is amazing. Yeah, it was really crazy. I couldn't go to sleep after that. And then my husband woke up um, to go to work, and of course I had to tell him, and he was like, no way. And I was like, yes, the lamp lit up. But I didn't go through my sentence because when I said the word lamp, it lit up again. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> that's amazing. Like, if that's not proof, I don't know what it is. I know. He got really creeped out and left. Oh, no. And I didn't get any sleep because the lights didn't come on until, like, 10 o'clock that morning. And wow. Our trash cans were, like, down the street, and the neighbor's carport had blown off, and it was just a crazy night. Wow. And proof that my mom is with me, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's kind of creepy, but, like, heartwarming at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was kind of surreal because the movie, and I, I just know that it was my mom because I really was creeped out, and my mom always said that she was going to haunt me. <laughs> so I know that she was listening to me. <laughs> I always tell my daughter that. She's like, seriously, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. Like, that's a super specific. Like, I've gotten, you know, readings from other people before, and... You know, they've been pretty good, but I've never got anything that foretelling, like, that specific. I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. Like, whoever you went to was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that that just kind of shows how readings work sometimes because it didn't make sense to me, you know, for almost like a month later. And if, if I hadn't thought of it or, you know, if that thought hadn't been placed with me, I probably wouldn't have connected the dots when I would have really been scared. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> If you would have went into that without the context of that reading, I there's no way. I'd been like, I'm out of this house. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. Right. It just shows the synchronicity and how those things work. Because, yeah, I would have, we would have moved. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Same. <laughs> I have a pretty lo- low tolerance for, like, spirit shenanigans now. So, <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh. like, don't turn my lamps on in the middle of the power outage. No, that is so cool, though. How special is that, though, that your mom was able to do that? That's a pretty um, intense spirit energy to be able to actually turn on and off things. So that shows her strength um, on the other side, like, how powerful she really is. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I felt like I had to share it with you because I wanted to, you know, get the story out there. And it makes it that much more... It does. It does. And it gives other people, like, one thing I've noticed with um, the afterlife type stories is that, yeah, some of it might be creepy, but some of it also is really, I don't know, it gives you hope. It, it lets people know that their loved ones aren't just gone, gone. Like, we were kind of talking about earlier this week. It, it's It's that glimmer of comfort and hope for people that have lost people you know that lost a loved one that they're there like their loved ones are still with them you can talk to them they can try to talk to you and communicate with you you just kind of got to figure out what communication looks like for you and your loved one after after death it's kind of sounds weird but (laughs) but it's the truth yeah no that makes sense yeah yeah because I know um I have a friend that has that had passed qu- quite a while ago, and she is down with being in my dreams. Like, she will come to me in a dream quite often, um, or she'll show herself visually, but for the most part, um, she likes to come with, to me in dreams. And they're very different. Like, when somebody asks me, like, what do you, how do you tell if it's, um, like, a spirit visitation or just a a wackadoo dream and it feels like the energy when you wake up and the feeling of the dream is like you said so surreal it's it's just different it's hard to explain but that's how she talks to me and then I have some that like to make things move um I've not had a whole a lot of experience with them turning on and off lights before that's pretty amazing That is pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. I've had things move around, too, where things go missing, and I say that I 
Wow. Or something like that, but. <laughs> wow. That is pretty cool. Have you, um, do you have any kind of innate gifts maybe in order to receive this kind of communication? Do you think you have any mediumship abilities? Well, yeah, I'm a trained clairvoyant. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I'm dabbling in, um, mediumistic readings. Um, it comes up a lot that I have, um, a pretty big family. I have six children, so I don't, have a lot of time to invest in it right now. This is something right. that I definitely do. That is so cool. That's I. I'm finding like I have no idea if there's a correlation, but I'm finding. Um, I'm assuming there's a correlation, but a lot of people that call me <laughs> or talk to me or email me and say, "Oh, you know, I have a very high spirit activity in my home. What the hell is going on?" And I'm finding later down the road that those people that are saying that are all very gifted like they have some kind of innate ability to sense you know to to sense energy whether it's like a really um like high functioning empath or psychic medium or that sort of thing but I'm finding a lot of people are seeing this stuff or experiencing it because the the deceased are able to communicate I think there's a two-way communication that has to happen in order for things like lights to turn on and and things like that. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, one thing you can do is meditate. I, I know it sounds, people are like, Ugh, please don't tell me that's what I have to do. <laughs> but but it is. Like if you have five minutes a day to meditate, um, I'm at my top of my game when I my meditate every day, you know, even sometimes twice a day. But um, in the beginning when I was cultivating um all those skills it was dedication to meditation because what in it what it comes down to is being able to recognize a message from spirit as opposed to whatever your brain's making up you know what I mean yeah I do so when yeah, I think a lot of times I'm getting messages from spirit and I I'm telling myself that my brain's making it up so I, that's just something I have to <laughs> overcome because I do that so much and then I'm like well by the way let me just throw this out there and then the person starts, like, freaking out. They're like, yes, yes, I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, see, <laughs> if, I don't, um, if I don't say right. things, then they're missing their messages. So. Exactly. And meditation will help you learn to still your mind so that you can tell the difference. Because eventually those messages will feel different energetically. Like, um, I don't even know how to explain it, but I know – most of the time when my brain's just being silly and when I'm getting an actual message, it, it just feels different. And meditation has taught me that. So um, when I do a reading for somebody, I almost go into like a meditative state while I'm channeling. And for me, I know there's different ways of doing it. But for me, that's the easiest because then I can I can get in that space where my monkey mind isn't like bouncing all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely leaning towards channeling, too, as far mm-hmm. as, like, talking to my guides and stuff like that, because it gets to the point where I can't turn it off, and it's just constant. Yep. And, then... and the med- <laughs> meditation will help that, too. Um, it, it taught me how to control that part of um, that part of you. You can kind of turn it off and turn it on. I get days where I don't want to talk to any deceased people, and I'm able to just kind of say I'm done for the day and and I block it all out and the only thing that's taught me how to do that is meditation and and I know everyone that comes to me with questions about that I, I tell them meditation and majority are like Ugh. but five minutes if you can do five minutes a day that's enough 
I, yeah, I definitely need to remember to do that because it was a big part of my life for a long time, but it really hasn't been. Yeah, six kids. Up with that. Six kids is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I have any quiet time, but I need to lock myself in the car for ten minutes a day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, I only have one, and I remember when she was younger, I, I was making like those thoughts. People were like, "Are you gonna have another kid?" and I'm like, I don't know how moms with multiple children do it. Like, I don't, you guys are like rock stars because my child kept me so stressed and busy. I can't imagine doing, you know, doing that for more than one child. Yeah, you just become a big group. Yeah. You can have group meditation. Oh, that would be, that would be awesome. I tried, Maddie won't meditate with me. She's a teenager and she, you know, some days she thinks I'm cool and most days she thinks I'm, to wackadoo but she meditates by herself like she doesn't want to do it with and I tried to get my oh. husband to do it and he would f- literally like 20 seconds in start snoring <laughs> I'm like you cannot I can't meditate with you snoring so we tried group meditation and we decided we're too individualistic and we do it by ourselves <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely see my husband falling right to sleep. He'd probably take that opportunity. <laughs> I wish I, I, I wish I had that <laughs> ability. I don't have the ability to fall asleep very easy. My husband, I can be talking to him. Like, after supper, I'll be making, like, a good conversation, talking about, like, whatever we're doing tomorrow or important things to talk about. And he'll, like, mid-sentence just start snoring. Like, uh-huh. what in yeah, the... I that too. I really it's a superpower that I wish I had oh <laughs> uh, well I am so glad that you told me your story I when I read that I was like did people have to hear that because one it's it was creepy like I started reading it and I'm like putting myself in your shoes and after watching that movie oh my god like everything's scary after that movie so um I wanted everybody to hear that but then hear like the good part of it like your mom's with you how freaking cool is that like, it was definitely an experience, like, a big, huge experience. So it's great that I got to share it. Yes. Has she came to you um, since then? Um, there have been a few little things that have happened. Like I said before, stuff will be missing, and then it'll be right where I looked. Oh, wow. Yeah, that happens, like, all the time to all of us. And it happens to my aunts and... Wow. Uh, they live in a different state, too. So they'll call me and be like, this happened, this happened. And I'm like, yeah, the same thing happened to me yesterday. And it'll be like the same item, like one shoe or your keys. Whoa. Or something like that, yeah. <laughs> do, you th- do you think it's your mom that's visiting them as well? It probably is my mother. It could also be my grandmother, too. It's probably <laughs> all the women. <laughs> that is so cool. That's cool. So you have a strong maternal line. I, I'm guessing that's yeah. how your gifts are past maybe it's through the maternal line yeah I, I think it is I feel like it is I definitely feel like they're doing stuff like that that is freaking that is super cool well thank you seriously thank you so much I know it's kind of a pain in the butt to make time to to talk with me and um all of that stuff so I appreciate you being patient <laughs> Yeah, no problem. I just wish I could tell the story as well as I could write it, but I can't. Um, I, you told it beautifully. <laughs> you told it beautifully. You told it beautifully. I really appreciate it. Um, so thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you too. 
So there you have it, uh, the second winner of the Spooky Story Contest. I thought hers was amazing, and I want to say thank you again for sharing that with us. Also, if you'd like to get a hold of me, um, you can email me, witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter, Danae underscore sweet underscore Instagram at witchywomanpodcast. And on Facebook, go to Witchy Woman Podcast. That's our page. I post episodes, fun witchy memes, um, information about things coming up. You can also join our group, Witchy Woman Friends. That's a closed group. So if you are still in the closet, you can join this group, post, interact, do whatever you want, and your friends on uh, your page will not be able to see what you're posting. So it's a safe place. I love the people that are in our group. Um, Everybody's sharing and asking questions and helping each other out, and I want to thank everybody that's in that group um, for creating such an amazing safe space for people to grow and explore um, their spiritual journey. So thank you very much. I also want to send a giant shout out to my Patreon uh, supporters uh, that are in <clears throat> they're in the WW Coven. It's becoming a really fun place to explore rituals and spells and do all kinds of fun things in there. And I want to thank everybody that has supported me. I really appreciate it. You have no idea how much <laughs> I appreciate your support um, in that group. As you guys know, it's not like I'm making a shit ton of money cleaning motel rooms right now. So this extra influx of of, uh, support in the form of monetary donations has really helped me. It's helped cover the cost of the podcast and that I could not ask for anything more. That's beautiful. So thank you so much. Because of you guys, I'm able to keep doing this podcast (laughs) because it is not free. (laughs) So thank you so, so very much. I appreciate it. So make sure that you stay connected to that witchy woman podcast page because I will be putting out the much anticipated um, episode with Rena Dwelly about my house and the terror that my family went through. I'll be posting that early on Tuesday so that you guys can have the whole day to digest it. So part one will be Tuesday. So stay tuned. And as always, stay witchy. Bye-bye.